This is Phil McCracken, and this is The Dummy Room. This is the big time, girly. This is rock and roll. Hey everybody, you're in the Dubby Room. I'm Jody Have Not, joined as always by Mr. Nate Demmel. What's up, Nate Demmel? Not much, man. How you doing tonight? Doing pretty good, man. Feeling all right. What about you? I'm doing all right. Sorry about my little grunting. I've um, <laughs> been having some back issues yet, so when I'm leaning back and I sit up in my chair, it's like... Oh. Yeah. So I kind of ignore that whole record thing, and I just... Uh, uh, whatever noise I made, and yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude, my back. I'm all, I, I'm fucking old, dude. My back starts hurting. My neck. Your neck. Your back. Your like I got this like <laughs> I don't know this fucking knot in my neck that just drives me nuts from here. You know. Yeah. Like every weekend, I swear. Wow. It's only on the weekends, you know, when I'm not at work. <laughs> yeah. <know? laughs> of course it <laughs> You're is. You're about to have time off, fucker. Yeah. Make your neck. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, this is episode 58. Um, it was your idea. Yeah, so if it's terrible, it's my fault. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, basically I just thought we should do another classic album review and bring Sonny in, because I love doing it this way. It's like, Sonny didn't really grow up listening to the same shit that we did, so it's like we get a different point of view on something that we already love, you know what I'm saying? Like, Nate and I would pretty much just be like, yeah, this rules from track to track. Um, but uh, Sonny gives us a fresh perspective on music that, you know, it always interests me to see what someone that doesn't listen to this kind of music thinks about the shit that we love. So I'm kind of stoked to see what Sonny thought about the McCrackens. I have a feeling he's going to love it. Yeah, we're doing uh, McCrackens. It ain't over easy. You know, we love the record. They're playing punk rock with Duno this year, obviously. And, you know, maybe if we keep pushing them, they'll just record a new album and shit and maybe come down to wisconsin play yeah. a show yeah if not that so, st louis would be fine <laughs> with me <laughs> you know yeah Fuck, so dude, i'd just like to see the mccrackens period i'd probably drive maybe tops eight eight hours maybe i think i might drive eight hours to see them i think i would too just because i haven't ever seen the mccrackens and i've been listening to them for fuck dude forever uh 24 years for me man yeah about the same for me it's fucking crazy it is crazy when you think about yeah. it but yeah, yeah such well, a the, great band you know yeah what i love about them obviously i love them but um they never disappoint you know their albums i mean you know we'll get into it but they have yeah. songs that aren't you know they're not tens but they have a lot of fucking tens dude a whole lot of tens man <laughs> they're just one of those bands that you know pretty much everything they've done has pretty much ruled dude I mean, there's, yeah. like you said, a song here or there, but, I mean, what other band has such a huge catalog of great shit? I mean, there's bands that have a, a catalog of great shit, but maybe not as much, you know what I mean? I mean, yeah. the Krakens are super prolific. It's awesome. Yeah, and they're, they're, they're like one of those bands you just can't, I, I don't understand why they're not huge. They're, they're kind of like the Huntingtons, you know? Huge catalog, you know, pretty loyal fan base, but just not huge. Yeah. You know, 
Yeah, like to me, like the McCrackens should be way bigger than someone like TBR, who's kind of on the top of the pop punk oh. heap, right? Yeah, for sure. As far as popularity goes. And yeah, it's so, nothing against TBR. I love, no. I love Bottle Rocket, but come on. But you know what I'm saying. I mean, they're kind of like one of the most popular bands in our bubble, and the McCrackens aren't nearly as popular as them, and should no. be, and totally should be. Yeah, this record is, um, you know, they have better songs on other records, I think. Um, but overall, this is the album that's just, it's it's almost perfect, you know. Yeah. Love it. Oh, yeah. I just picked this one because of the re-release on vinyl. I figured this was a good time for it. You know what I'm saying? We, we don't start with our favorites anyways, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> Even though this is one of my favorites records. It is, then, yeah, yeah. It's great, you know. I think it's probably my third favorite. Yeah. Maybe my second or third. I'll exit, of course, is number one. I really, really love. I love "Stupid Two and "In on the Yoke." Yeah, but this one sounds better than all of them. Yeah, sonically, you know? sounds great. Yeah, yeah, and I'm super excited to have uh, our guest doing it. You know, Sonny Pooney, Mister Hard Rock, right? Mister Hard Rock and power ballads, but uh. You know, it's it's always cool to have someone that's a little different because you and I are basically the same dude, right? And Sonny comes from a totally different world of music, you know what I mean? So he's kind of our go-to guy for this sort of thing, and uh, we're gonna have him on here shortly to see what he thinks about the McCrackens. And I don't think he'd ever heard of them. I guess we'll find out when he comes on, but I'm pretty sure he'd never even heard of the McCrackens. Yeah, some other things I got to tell you before I forget because I almost forgot again. Um, Franz yeah. from Punk Rock Reduno, of course. Uh, a couple weeks ago, he sent me a new Yum Yum song. Oh, right on, man. Should we check it out? Let's do it.
Yeah, so that's going to be on the uh, Punk Rock Reduno compilation record. Awesome. Which is, um, I can't believe he sent it to us. I mean, the Yum Yums are kind of a, I, not kind of, they're they're a big deal, right? Right, totally. Um, Norwegian um, power pop gods. I mean, <laughs> yeah, so I couldn't believe he sent that to me. I was just I kind of blown away. So thanks, Franz, for that. I mean, just for us to hear it, but then to let us play it, you know. Yeah. It's cool shit. Very cool. Yeah. Um, God, I wish we were going to that fucking Reduno, man. I know. It's driving me insane just thinking about all the shit we're missing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hopefully um, someone documents it and we'll see something on YouTube or something, man. Oh, you, know? you dude, you know that there's going to be video of, of at least the Yum Yums and the McRackens, you know? Because the McRackens are, you know, people are going to be there to see them just because they've never seen them, you know? They don't play and, right. you know... But yeah, that that song Yum Yum's um, Bubblegum Baby is going to be on that record. And uh, here's another surprise: we got a, the McRackens fucking debut. Uh, I don't know. Should I call it a debut? It's the song from um, also from that comp he sent over, and no one's heard this yet. It's called Happy Hour. Man, they never fail. When I heard this, 
I'm at work, right? And I got the fucking text, and I'm like, I, I listen to the song, and in, like, I'm not even five seconds into the song, and I'm giggling, you know, like, holy shit. They do it every time. I mean, <laughs> yeah. they, they never disappoint, you know? That's just one of those so, bands, man. They could do no wrong, really. I fucking, I almost want them to sometime. Like, give <laughs> us, give me a song that's just like, you know, <laughs> no, give me like a, that. I, <laughs> I, I want to say a band in here, but I can't because I'll take shit for it. But, you know, give me one of these songs, you know, something different, but, yeah, but they never do, man. I love it. Absolutely love this band. Oh, yeah. I've never met Bill. I haven't had any contact with Bill, but, um. AC has been the go-to guy with that band. Yeah. Um, Phil's been nothing but nice and uh, Spot as well. So, yeah. How about that, dude? We got uh, last week. You know, we had Mikey Ergon, of course. Yeah. And we got that fucking cool um, Huntington Studio update from Chris Eller. Yeah. This week we get um, we get to to play a new Yum Yums and McCrackens, dude. This is unbelievable for me. I love it, dude. Oh yeah, man, it's awesome. Thanks so much, Franz. That's so fucking cool. Yeah, and and Franz is gonna. I he's confirmed he's gonna come back after Reduno. Sweet. And uh, probably give us a little recap, hopefully. And I want to talk Italian punk rock with him too. Definitely. Yeah, I uh, yeah talk about mangies and bubble gums. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mangies. Fuck yeah, dude. Tough. Yeah. Yeah. There's uh, the list goes there's on too and many. On, yeah. Yeah, so but we'll get into that in a few weeks or whenever with right. with Franz, hopefully. So uh we, we should get into this man. I wanna talk to Sonny and talk to McCrackens. D U M M Y R O O M Coming up next, we got a guest, we got a guest, coming up next, coming up next, we got a guest, we got a guest, coming up next. Alright, we're here with Sonny Pooney. How's it going? What's up guys? Thanks for having me again course oh yeah welcome uh, back sonny i just called you you're a, you're the dummy room veteran here uh yeah you know you guys are expanding my musical knowledge it wasn't enough i'm into r&b and pop and top 40 and boy bands i gotta get into this stuff too <laughs> of course the good stuff hey so when we we, we started uh talking about doing this uh mcrackens record and I really wanted you to do it with us because I, I got a feeling you're really going to like this one. You were telling me uh, you, you learned a little bit about the McCrackens. And so for anyone who's listening that doesn't know anything about the McCrackens, uh, kind of let's go through the Sonny Pooney McCrackens history. <laughs> yeah, so um, <laughs> so I'm going to – I picked up this interview off the Internet. It's about – I don't know. It's probably about six or seven years old, I would think. And I think it's a Swedish interview. So Bill is asked, tell me your history. And this is where I learned all about him. Because it's impossible to find stuff about these guys. At least I couldn't find a bunch of stuff. So Bill says, uh, we're a three-piece power punk, bubble punk band from Vancouver. Formed in 94 as a result of a freak nuclear accident on a farm. Where men were transformed into two eggs and a dog and given superhuman pop punk powers, which have allowed us to write and record and release astronomical amounts of top notch tunage. Some of our musical influences include the Ramones, Replacements, Kiss, early Goo Goo Dolls. I guess late Goo Goo Dolls is bad. Uh, Cheap Trick, Generation <laughs> X, just to name a few. And then they said, uh, Tell me a little bit about each member. He says, All right, Bill McCracken, lead vocals, guitar. Since I'm an egg, I haven't hatched. I'm ageless. I have two brothers, Phil and a drumming <laughs> dog named Spot. 
I write, produce, and record and play bubble punk and drink beer. My shell is cracked and it takes me 15 minutes to get hard. <laughs> Phil, Phil McCracken bass. Since Phil is also an egg, he is ageless as well. Bill and Spot are his brothers. He likes buffing his shell, loves Swedish porn, and underage chicks. He's allergic to tomatoes and has only been laid once and can't stop farting. Spot, McCracken, <laughs> Spot McCracken, drums and vocals. Since Spot is a dog, he's 280 years old. He has two brothers, Bill and Phil, and likes Scooby Snacks, belly rubs, chew toys, and fetching Frisbees in the park after dark. His main, <laughs> his main occupation is Guardian of the Hen Hunt, where the band lives, and the Toon Vault, where they keep their massive catalog. He has fleas, a big bone, and can't stop leg humping. Um, what? <laughs> somebody asked him, what's a question you never get? Please ask it and answer it. He goes, why does Spot lick his balls? Because he can. Um, <laughs> he goes, where's the name come from, the interview? interviewer bill goes well our bass player names our bass player's name is phil mccracken get it phil my crack in seriously <laughs> it's our family name and we're all brothers so the guy goes what's your wisdom word he says get cracking the guy <laughs> ends the interview anything else to add bill says two plus two equals four and that was the end of the interview <laughs> dude these guys are nuts yeah so did you know when I asked you to do this that they were eggs and a dog, or did you find I, that out? No clue. No clue. <laughs> What'd you think of that shit? <laughs> I'm like, uh, what? And then I found a video. That video was interesting. <laughs> yeah. What video that did you video? see? Like candy or uh, something? Candy video, yeah. Yeah. Hey, still... Sonny, did you know that uh, there used to be a chicken in this band? Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, Spot. Before Spot, they had a chicken. And... Uh -huh. um, Phil told me that he got recruited by the colonel, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he played on the early stuff. Right. Yeah, supposedly these guys have tons of music, right? Oh, yeah. They got, like, ten albums, yeah. A shit ton of singles. A shit ton I, of singles. Yeah. Um, I got into them when uh, I was in high school, just getting out of high school. You know, I was, like, a senior, and uh, I've loved them ever since, man. Yeah, they're great. It's just so odd that, like, you know, we all grew up in pretty much the same era, but if you're into hard rock, you go down this rabbit hole. And if you're into thrash, you go down this rabbit hole. And if you're into, and then, like, in that rabbit hole, you're protected from all other things unless you peek your head out. It's so weird. It is weird. My whole thing is I've always, I've always had a thing for hooks, big choruses, big guitars. You know what I mean? And yeah, the, and the, the kind of punk that I like mastered all of them. Yeah. So yeah. But yeah, the McCrackens. Uh, I've I've come to notice that I do like bands with gimmicks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it goes all the way back yeah. to when I was a kid with Kiss. Do you, you like know Ghost? Have you yeah. tried Ghost? I do not like Ghost. I just can't get into their subject matter. Like I just hate that whole this new age of Satanism. Jody is a. Uh... We've we've talked before about the gimmick bands, and you've mentioned that you don't like the gimmicks. But then you start thinking of the bands like the McRackens and Mast Intruder and Hanson Brothers and Isotopes. It's like we like all these fucking bands. Yeah, I mean it goes back to Kiss <laughs> when I was a little kid. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, Misfits. I mean, they have a gimmick, right? Ramones kind of have a gimmick. I mean, it's not like nah. as defined as something like the McRackens, but I mean, they have a a certain thing. You know what I mean? I like, yeah, I like but, bands with like a unified thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Yeah, that's, that's, also, that's also a little bit interesting about music, right? Some of these guys absolutely thought that the show and the music were equally as important. Then you had Bruce Springsteen out there with, like, T-shirts on. <laughs> right. And music that was fucking terrible as well. <laughs> Not a fan of Bruce. I do like that dancing uh, in the dark song, though. That's a good one. <laughs> He's a big Friends fan. Jody likes Friends, so. Oh, yeah. okay. Uh, oh, the, <laughs> yeah. I was like, Friends, who's that? Yeah, like, you like Courtney got pulled up on stage there. I see. <laughs> yeah, I don't mind that at all. But yeah, man, McCrackens, another great, you know, Canadian gimmick band, if you will. But, yeah. you know, I always remember thinking, what a weird-ass gimmick to be. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> What a hard gimmick to be because have you seen these fucking costumes, man? They're they're they have to be hot and uncomfortable and yeah, <laughs> yeah. The greatest is when uh, when Phil was on. I don't know if he didn't necessarily realize it was just an audio thing, but he was in full gear, <laughs> <laughs> full makeup, full outfit, all the whole thing. Yeah, I watched him live and it was like I told him right away, dude, this is audio only. He's like, I know. Okay, um, he did that. <laughs> Great, <laughs> cool. Yeah, so yeah, I mean, I got into these guys in the you know the mid '90s and shit, but I I didn't when we finally when I had Phil on, he was such a nice fucking guy, and AC who now plays guitar with them. I mean, AC is a great guy, and he, they've they've sent me and Jody both a bunch of cool shit. Yeah, and uh, supported our shows so. Jody came up with the idea that we should do the uh, the classic album review, McCrackens, which was a, a duh, a no-brainer. <laughs> but um, he wanted to do It Ain't Over Easy because the album was just re-released. Yeah, it's finally and, on vinyl. Uh, yes, yeah, so it's available on vinyl. It's super limited. I think you can still get it. I'm not even sure, but... Yeah, I think you can, but how about we just let Spot tell everybody all about it? Hey, this is Spot McCracken on The Dummy Room. Uh, we just had our album from 2010, It Ain't Over Easy, reissued on Last Exit Music out of Germany. Uh, you can pick it up at Cortex in Europe and on Punk and Disorderly in North America. Um, we're super stoked to have the record uh, reissued. It's one of our favorite albums we've done. And uh, yeah, it came out... Uh, Three different colors of vinyl, white, yellow, and uh, a really pretty blue. So uh, pick it up. And if you're in Italy, next month, July 13th, we're playing in Bergamo, Italy at the Punk Raduno uh, Festival. So if you're in Italy, come and check us out. Yes. I'm really interested in, in Sonny's perspective on, on this this album because this is a huge rock album to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? It's like so the one that they sound the most like a, a regular rock band. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So sh should we get it right into it? Yeah, let's get right into it. Track one. <laughs> well, real quick, though. Sonny gets the record. He's never heard these guys. What were you expecting, and what did you think when you first put it on, Sonny? 
Yeah, so I was, uh, well, you sent me the band camp stuff, and I'm like, all right, is, are these guys, like, just starting out, or I'm like, they're not on Spotify, right? So I go check on Spotify, I'm like, okay, these guys have more than enough stuff out there, they're on Spotify, <laughs> all right, they're obviously somebody, and then I figured they would probably sound somewhat like Mass Intruder, because, um, you know, you guys knew that I really liked that record, and actually I bought everything they got, I've seen them live once already, want to see them again, so... Um, Figured you guys probably give me an album that was somewhat similar. And then, you know, I love the gimmick thing, too. I'm, I'm willing to pretty much give any music a shot. Right. But when I'm turned off, I turn off, like, immediately, and then I'm turned off, like, forever. Like, I can't, <laughs> <laughs> you know? So it's like, I'm sorry. So, um, no, so I was expecting probably pretty upbeat, happy music. Um, and that's exactly what I got right out of the gate. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Candy, track one. somewhere there was a video so yep. i go i go to youtube and i go to catch the video and it <laughs> says banned from tv i'm like okay and the first half of the video i'm like did he get banned because he threw the girl's ice cream cone down like that doesn't make any sense right it is, so, it is canada so yeah and, yeah and i love that you will never forget me and throw her ice cream cone down um 
but the blowjob at the end with a plastic bag over the head, like, I like blowjobs, but I don't need a plastic bag over my head. I didn't quite understand that part. Uh, and why does Spot have to do all the tough work? <laughs> That's hard to forget, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but the song is super catchy, super fun, and uh, it's just like, it's like happy music. Yeah, totally. Yeah. It's, uh... This is, I think this is my favorite McCracken song. It's just a fucking hit to me. Yeah, it definitely could have been and should have been. Should have been, yeah. On this album, it hit my top five. It was my fifth favorite song on the album. Fifth favorite? Fifth Holy favorite. fuck. Yeah. Holy hmm. shit. And there was only one song I didn't like, really. It was okay, but it was just kind of meant to me. Yeah, I was, I was listening to it again this afternoon, and I was thinking, eh, I don't think Sonny's going to like this song, but the rest of these are fucking great. <laughs> We'll see if you're right. Yeah, I think it's all, all right, fly so, away. Am I correct? Uh, that was my second. Uh, that I was think the it's, second verse, but I still liked it. Yeah, I know. I I think if uh, you might have, uh, there's one song on here that I don't care for too much. And watch is my favorite. I bet that's Probably. what usually happens. No, it ain't gonna be so. Um, so so Sonny the McCrack. I don't know if you went back and listened to the, the, any of their other releases. No, I didn't. You didn't have a go chance. buy their whole discography, did no, you? No, no, no. <laughs> Mast Intruder. There was something. Um, I don't know what it was. There was something about it that immediately connected, right? And maybe it was so new that uh, you know you kind of want to order everything on the menu. This yeah. album I bought though, so I went back to iTunes and just downloaded the album, right? Because right? uh, this is a good album. I was uh, gonna say because you've got to go back and buy their. Everything they got, you're gonna you're gonna drop. Some yeah, I'm gonna go broke. So I'm like, yeah, yeah. But no, they have a they have a sound, and I mean, Jody, you know their sound. I mean, yeah. the McRackens. You can tell immediately that it's a McRacken song when it comes on. Yeah. And uh, this album, it's like they figured out. Um, they kind of figured out what worked best for them, you know. Yeah. And they just they just went with it on this record. So every song kind of has that same really cool. Uh, you know, big power pop sound. Yeah. But, anyways, Candy, it's such a fucking hit to me. Yeah, it's great, man. It's not my favorite on the record either, though, Nate. Really? I mean, I love it. I've loved it. I love forever. all these songs, except, you know, the, except one, but um, that's the song that when it comes on, it just, you gotta turn it up, and you gotta play it at least twice, you know? <laughs> yeah. So... <laughs> All right, track two, Fairy Tale.
another fairy tale This is when I noticed kind of like the backing vocal. So obviously Candy had it too, but for whatever reason, uh, by the time, you know, these are all two-minute songs, so you don't notice everything right away. <laughs> um, but uh, that's kind of when I noticed the backing vocals. And then I started noticing subtle guitar fills that are mm -hmm. like awesome, right? Yeah, so, all over the place. That, all yeah, over the place. So, and uh, there's not as many guitar actual solos, but there's a lot more like subtle guitar fills, which is uh, interesting. Um and this also hit my top five. This was my third favorite song. Yeah, I love this song. Mm. It's a great one. You don't like that one, Nate? Oh, no, I love this song. Okay. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, it's one of the no, greatest. They, so this, they, 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 you know how I said every song kind of sounds the same, but they have this huge, like, bag of tricks. All the little drum fills, all the little guitar fills, the backing vocals throughout this whole record. Just amazing. Totally. So... Track three, Dear Life.
total so, fucking earworm to me. Yeah. yeah. And this is where I noticed the lead singing, right? Because uh shows off his vocal chops a little more than the other two songs. And I don't know, if, and maybe it's just me, but did I hear like a sped up bombadita, bombadita in there, right? <laughs> it's the same thing, isn't it? It is kind of like that, yeah. <laughs> right? I'm like, is that a sped up happy trails? Um, that's what it sounded like. Uh, yeah. Um, but to have these three songs like open up the CD, um, it's just like an onslaught of just like this gooey goodness. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, Spot got to drum soul a little bit in the song, so that's cool too. Yeah. This is actually my favorite song on the CD. Right on. It's one of my faves too, man. Yeah, I love this song, man. I think maybe the next one is the one that I thought you wouldn't like, Sonny. The, this, the next one was Matt for me. Yeah. This is what I think all punk sounds like until you guys opened up my ears on other things. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, it's more attitude than it is melodic, right? And to yeah. me, the attitude's fine, but it's also got to be melodic. Right. And that's why, like, thrash kind of turns me off. It's like, okay, you got the attitude, but God, you're, like, you can't sing along to any of your songs. <laughs> yeah, I think thrash is just all about the riff, you know? I like this song. Um... I think it sounds like the older McCrackens, you know? They had a lot of stuff that sounded more like this. Um, still tuneful, but yeah, I see you guys' point. It is a little bit more just sort of... Uh, it's sort of angry for, you know, yeah, for it's as angry like, as this not, band can fucking get. It doesn't have that pop sheen, you know what I mean? And that's what I love about but it. It still does, though, man. I mean, the background vocals come in and it sweetens it up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. But if I had to, you know, say... If I had to pick the weakest track on the record, it's probably this one. You know what I mean? Or maybe, well, there's two that on this record to me that are just kind of, man, it's this one and in the year 3000. See, I, th- I think like when these records, like, because a lot of like Candy, Fairy Tale, and Dear Life, they all kind of have that sound. They're all that big power pop sound. And this, uh, this song kind of just sidetracks a little bit, reminds you that, you know, those other songs were what those were and then yeah right you know what i mean just yeah, sort of mixes just, it up just a little bit a without little bit. changing it up you know right I and that leads you. us into number five need somebody so <laughs> so i've listened to the song i'm like why do you need somebody to knock her down why do you just knock her down yourself <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Like, stop being a pussy <laughs> and tell her to get the fuck out because she was looking for a sugar daddy obviously <laughs> um, I got all caught up in the lyrics because the other thing you can't buy these lyrics anywhere. So I'm like, man, I can understand some of it, but I can't understand all of it. This is one of those albums I would have to hear like 20, 30 times before I got all the lyrics down, right? Um, because it's just coming at an onslaught, and my ears aren't trained to do that. Um, but I really like the song. It just it barely fell out of my top five, but it's really catchy. And I was like, well. Why do you need somebody else to knock her down? I don't understand. Sonny, I've heard this record at least 500 times in my life, and I still don't know all the lyrics, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What do you guys think of the vocals on this song? Did you notice that it's a different singer? (laughs) How could you not? It's Spot. Oh. Spot, yeah, he sang this, and and, uh, he actually wrote the song. And Sonny, you might find this interesting. I don't know if you looked into Spot's history. No, I didn't. Spot used to be in a in a glam metal band, a Canadian version of Pretty Boy Floyd. Oh, okay. They were they were around at the same time, but they ended up like there was a lawsuit, whatever. So, oh, oh they were they so were called they, that too. 
they were called Pretty Boy Floyd, and they oh. were a glam rock band, just like they weren't as I don't know, they weren't as glammy as the you know the the Pretty Boy Floyd that we all know and love, right? <laughs> I wouldn't say love, they're classic. but <laughs> they're classic. <laughs> yeah, uh, anything older than twenty years is classic. But these um, days. yeah, no, this the drummer spot has I I love his voice, you know, and it's yeah, just, it sounds great. I didn't know I it was spot the, though. I thought it was Phil. No, Phil can fucking sing too. Though. Oh, no. So these guys, I was kind of like, I kind of wish that they would mix it up more. You know, nothing against Bill. I love Bill's voice, but holy shit. Spot's got a voice, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. This is my second favorite song on the record. Yeah. Just because it, it kind of blows me away when I hear it because it's like, a, you know, another guy that can write this quality of tunage in this band. Man. man. It's those uh, damn radioactive powers, dude. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad that fucking chicken got sent to the colonel, man. Yeah. <laughs> we wouldn't have got this song, so. Right. <laughs> Yeah, it's a great one, right. man. One of my faves, too. What did you think about Trashy Smash You, Sonny? This was the one I thought could be a Kiss song. I heard Paul singing this thing the whole way. Because yeah. that pre-chorus that pre- is totally <laughs> Kiss. <laughs> totally. I know exactly um, what you're saying. And this is when, this was my second favorite song. And I remember thinking, because I love that acapella end thing. I love those earworm type things, a little bit different. And, yeah. um but uh, this is a type of song that I was like, man, nobody is going to hear this. Like, every Kiss fan should hear this song. Because I think they would like it. Yeah, dude. I think you're right, dude. I can totally see Paul Stanley, like, doing the pouty lips and the hip shake to the pre-chorus. Like oh, said. yeah. Totally. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, big chorus, you know, super catchy. Um, total classic McRackens tune. Yeah. You know, another thing about the KISS fans, they might like these guys because of the makeup and the gimmick and shit. You know what I mean? I agree. Yeah, I think uh, KISS fans appreciate the show, right? That's what most right. KISS fans like Alice Cooper. Kind of the same deal. Yeah. Did you, uh, Jody, do you remember the story that Phil told on the show? So <laughs> yeah. they were playing at some uh, some club, and it was like next to like a methadone clinic or something. And uh, they were... They they had I don't I don't remember they had their fucking they had masks on so that people couldn't see them you know like right. they were doing the kiss thing and the cops were there or something and the cops were like take your fucking mask off you know and and Bill the singer is like dude we can't we're like kiss nobody sees us <laughs> <laughs> he told that story I still laugh every time I hear it but what do you think of Bill's vocals Sonny do you think it kind of has like an 80s vibe to it. Uh, yeah, uh, it's got, like, I was, well, here's how stupid I get with some of this stuff. So now that I can edit a little bit and I've learned how to do it, right? Right. So I took, uh, um, Trash You, Smash You and threw it in Audacity and tried to slow down the tempo to see if, like, if you slowed it down, would it end up on the pop charts, right? Because (laughs) it's kind of slowed down a little bit and it doesn't translate that well, like, when you slow down a song, it doesn't translate as well as when you speed up something, right? At right. least on Audacity, it doesn't. Yeah. So, because does it change voice, the key or does it just change the tempo? It just changes in tempo. You huh. could do both. Okay. But uh, I was just doing the tempo. Wow. Um, but uh, he's definitely got the vocal stylings of somebody that could have been on Top Forty Radio. Yeah. There's no doubt. 
That's what I've always thought about these guys. It's like a big mystery to me why they weren't fucking totally huge. And the only thing I could think of is maybe the gimmick holds them back a little bit, you know? Like if these guys were just like three pretty boys, they probably would have made it on the radio, you know? Maybe they're trying to be too different. Maybe they turned down some stuff. Because I thought the same thing about Mass Intruder. Like, anybody that will listen to me, I've told about Mass Intruder. Like, my best friend's like, dude, can you just shut up about it? I'm like, dude, you haven't listened yet. I'm telling you. You will love it. (laughs) (laughs) I love that you're out there pushing the good words, Sonny. That makes me super happy. (laughs) So what would you think of Everything is Good?
like the way it ended. Uh, <laughs> I like that it slowed down a little bit in the bridge. Yeah, the verse mm-hmm. is a little whiny to me, but the song overall is great. And then there was like four or five songs on this album that I thought could be like movie soundtrack types things, and yeah. this was one of them. Yeah, I could see it's that. like I could see it in some sort of a movie scene of something, like whether they're you know shopping real fast around a mall or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Kind of like a summer beach thing is what I would yeah. put it with. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I like the uh, I like the the, the slowdown part. It's a, it's a nice little hook in the song. So that's yeah, cool. Yeah, this album's just fucking classic to me, front to back, pretty much. I mean, there's a couple songs I don't like as much as the rest, but I mean, in general, I've been bumping this thing for almost ten years, dude. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I love it. Right there, man. Oh yeah. I'll fly away. What do you think? Um, I like the verses better than the chorus. It's uh, it's kind of interesting. I guess I never thought about before that punk songs have oh 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 also. You know what I mean? I just I don't know. For some reason, I always thought punk songs were punk bands were too cool to do the whoa oh oh or whatever. <laughs> um, Man, they, they ain't good if they don't have whoa o's in there. Right? Yeah, and I guess I never really, you know, I didn't hear the Clash do that, so maybe that's why I thought everybody didn't do it. Um, but uh, this was one of the songs that I, I like it. It was at the tail end of what I liked on the album, but this is where I noticed, I'm like, man, there's not a lot of guitar solos, or I missed them. Right. Right, there's a lot of the times, like, during when there would be a guitar solo, it almost seemed like it was just a s- secondary uh, rhythm part instead of a solo. Yeah, it's kind of like the weasel lead thing. Where it's not like a proper ripping guitar solo, but the solos are just more melody. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, I love that. It works, though. Yeah, it definitely works. I think this is uh, definitely very... Uh, reminded me of the uh, the 90s McRackens, you know? Yeah. Jody? <laughs> yeah, time. definitely. It was, it was almost like it would... It, fits on one of those records a little better but yeah i love this song i think that the the next song though is one of my least favorites it's one of the ones that typically i'll skip do you know i agree with you do you know why though i mean i love the song but every time i hear it i think of that fucking uh conan o'brien skit do you remember that <laughs> in the year 3000 yeah oh. that had to have been where they got it from and i i hated that that fucking guy in that band's fucking voice Fuck that guy. It drives me nuts. So when I hear the song, I think of that, and it kind of turns me off. But it is a good song. I do like it. Yeah, it's all right. Not as strong as the rest, though. No, no. What I do with albums I've never heard before, whether it's a new album from one of the artists I know or not know or whatever. So I listened to this album a couple of times yesterday. Then I listened to it this morning, right? And usually the giveaway for me is during work that I notice myself humming a couple of the songs <laughs> and this i was humming two songs today this was one of them really so somehow the melody got kind of in my ear um and uh <laughs> i for some reason i kept thinking the girl of the year two three thousand i don't know why yeah. but uh um but it had again that movie soundtrack kind of possibility to me and it was one of those songs i was kind of humming that's awesome yeah i could see that like in a, like a montage of some kind of like you were saying, like a mall rats kind of situation, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Some hot girl, a little bit spacey, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> could be cool, could be cool. Yeah. So for me, the next song sounds the most like an 80s song. It just has this vibe that could have been like late 80s, almost like a, one of those hair band songs, you know what I'm saying? 
But what'd you think of that kleptomaniac, Sonny? Oh my god, dude, this chorus is unbelievable. This song, <laughs> I was humming this shit all damn day. Every time I caught myself humming, this was a song I was humming. Wow. Right? And, and I got it at number four because there's so many good songs on this thing, but this one sounded most like Mast and Shooter to me. Yeah, I could see that. A little bit. Yeah. Um, but I, this was the one I was also trying to f- figure out. What is he saying in the chorus? And I, I got some of it because he was shortening the word to klepto. That was throwing me for a while. Right. But yeah. then I still can't get the whole chorus. Like, I'm still missing some words. <laughs> I know she's lying on her back. Something to do with that. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She stole his heart, dude. He's heartbroken. <laughs> yeah. Now. I love this song for the reason that you said, Jody, when it just the guitar drops out. Yeah, it's, it's just cool. like I'm toms just, and bass. Yeah, it just yeah, mixes it up. I love it, but I'm just saying it's so different than the rest. You know what I'm saying? It's cool. Yeah. It's a great one. Yeah. All right, next up is uh, First Damn Thing. So I call this kind of stuff killer filler, right? That it's, uh, and po- possibly because it's gotten so deep into the CD. That I'm like, okay, this is a good song, but there's other songs I like better, right? Yeah. Um, but it, for whatever reason, when this song came on, I started thinking about, like, what do the spots do in the world in punk music? Because when you get old, you can't play as fast as you used to, right? You can't do that forever. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Look at Marky Ramone. He's fucking ancient and still could totally rip it up. Wow. I think so Spot they, can do it. I think he can too, man. It, wow. Yeah, if, you, if you're in Italy this summer, you can check it out. Punk rock Reduno. Yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> Going to the Reduno, Sonny? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if so, so, take me with you. Yeah. So punk rock doesn't have this trail of drummers that can, can't lift their arms anymore. <laughs> Not that I know of, but yeah, who knows? Because once they're gone, we don't know what happened to them. You know what I mean? You ever notice how the, the McCrackens, the, the hi-hats sound a little bit different? Like, I don't know if you listen with headphones on, it's just like this, the, the hi-hats sound so fucking cool, and they sound really consistent throughout a bunch of their records. Like, I don't know what yeah. the deal is. It's it's kind of loud, but it just has a certain kind of a, a sound to it that it just sounds like the McCrackens. Yeah, I know what you're saying. I, I can't really define it, but I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah. It's, uh, I don't know, man. For some reason, the McCrackens always get these great recordings. You know what I mean? And I can't imagine that they have that big of a budget. You know what I mean? Dude, they. Rec- I think doesn't, everything doesn't is Bill through, goes it. through Bill. Yeah. yeah. So he knows spend as much doing. time as he wants. Yeah, yeah absolutely. He must be a great fucking engineer. All their shit has always sounded good from the first record on. Yeah. Everything yeah. has sounded great. I know it's crazy because I mean, in punk rock, there is no budget. You know what I mean? <laughs> There's are these limit. guys are these limit. guys bouncing around from record company to record company, just kind of dropping a album, go to the next one, drop another album? Yeah, they're all um, over the place, dude. Yeah, they've had a lot of shit, but I don't think they ever turned anybody down. I think that was the thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like that's how they have so many songs on so many different things because, like, like you were saying, even even Phil told us when he was on, you know, they just don't say no if if someone asks them, they'll write some songs. You know what I mean? Which is great, because it ends up giving them so much material. And, I mean, you know, when a lot of bands that have that much material, you would expect a lot of it to suck. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but the McCrackens yeah. never do. 
No. I've never heard anything by them that I really didn't like that much. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, there's some songs that there's are like... a song eh. here and there, but there's nothing that I would go, man, that fucking sucks. Yeah, I don't think there is anything that fucking sucks at all. No, that's what I'm saying. And it wasn't the... It wasn't like the early stuff sucked or wasn't as good. The early stuff, like In on the Yoke, fucking love that record. It doesn't sound as good as this record, but the hits on that fucking record are unbelievable. Yeah. And then uh, Exit, which is my favorite, that was like from 2008, so two years before this fucking record, and that record just shreds too. Yeah. So, so Sonny, did you pick up on the whole egg puns thing on their records? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's why when... <laughs> When initially you told me the name of the album, I'm like, he must have had the name wrong. It can't be It Ain't Over Easy. What the hell is that? But I didn't know about the whole leg thing. Right. <laughs> and this is like their last full length that they've done. So I guess this was, it was, you know, their way of saying goodbye. It ain't over easy kind of thing. But um, I think they'll make another record, don't you, Nate? I hope so, man. I do too. I think they, I think they will. I really do too. I don't see I why think, they wouldn't. Uh, well, Phil, you know, he did that that split, and then um, I think Spot's got some solo stuff coming too. Really? Yeah. Cool. So where are we at? We're at uh, only in the movies. What do you think? So I'm listening to the song, and it reminded me of a story. So I was trying to, I was trying to be a rock star. There was a major talent issue, so that didn't happen. But then I decided to manage bands for a while, right? Because I was in San Francisco. So I'm like, okay, I'll manage bands for a while. That ended up more like babysitting, but I did do it for a little bit. <laughs> and I remember there was this one band I was working with, five guys. And anytime they had a point in the song where they had to stop, no fucking shit. All five stopped at the wrong time. Like all five at a different time. It's like, guys... Like, just stop on this note. You can't stop on one. How do you end a song? Like, how do you not know where to stop? You know what I mean? Yeah. And so to hear these kind of songs where it's stop, go, stop, go, it is so crisp. It is unbelievable how how great it makes a song sound when they do that. Yeah, these guys are tight. I didn't know you managed bands, though. You never told me that before, dude. Uh, yeah, I did it for a little while. Anyone was... we know of? Like, anyone oh, we hell no. Hell no. All that shit's in the vault, too. Right with the original music. <laughs> did you manage any of Tony's bands? Yeah, I did uh, two of his, yeah. Really? Cool, man. That dude can play. Oh, yeah. All right, so the next track's another super poppy banger. I'm talking about Edge of the World. <laughs> Just have 
you like that key change? I do. <laughs> yeah, it's very melodic 80s thing to do. I yeah. was like, oh, hey, that was kind of a surprise. That's nice. Yeah, that's great. I love that song. What about you, Nate? Yeah. Uh, of course, I'm going to say I love it, man. I do. The chorus, the the, the, the breaking and stuff, just kind of off time a little bit, you know? It's great. It's good. Yeah, man. It's not my favorite, but it's it's right up there, dude. I like how they can uh, they can have a great song at the end of the album like this, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the la- well, it ain't over easy. This is the song that it's probably my least favorite. Yeah, I like that one though. Yeah, I like how they're kind of kind of laying it all out. You know, they did this, they did that. It's cool. I just yeah. I always. I never like those songs, you know, like the when Kiss does it, I always think they're too fucking corny, you know, like we are one and it's like they're, they're talking about their legacy and it's like just this is dumb, you know, I mean, I don't think this is as corny as the Kiss stuff, but yeah, I, this is the song that if I had to leave one off, I would have left it off. But I think it was catchy, but I remember so after this song was over, I'm like, hey, wait a second, there's no more songs. Where's my unrequited love? Where's my ballad? I need to get a ballad out of these guys. What the hell? <laughs> yeah, they're not that big on the ballad side. <laughs> you got to go to uh, Bill McCracken's solo album. Yeah, he's got a he's got well he's got a he's got an album called "I Am the Eggman, Sonny," and um, he's got a song called "Pawn Shop Love Story." Yeah, <laughs> it's really good actually. So. Yeah. Have you heard that, Jody? Have you heard his solo album? Yeah, I heard it. Fucking thing is great. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, it's just, I mean, it sounds just like the McCrackens. Right, but, exactly. Yeah. They they did cover uh, I Want You Around about 10, 15 years ago, didn't they? On that, uh, it was on the fucking Mangy split, wasn't it, Nate? Is that, um, is that, that what it was on? I think yeah, so. Yeah, 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 that's Pretty what sure. it was on. They, yeah, because that had the, uh, the, the the Joey's a yo yo too. I think yeah. it was right after that, maybe. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They right. did the the Beach Boys song on that that one too. Yeah. I think. I think <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. They've got like four hundred fucking songs. <laughs> yeah. It's hard, hard to, to keep, keep track, them all man. straight, yeah. But yeah, Sonny, I'm fucking stoked that you like these guys too, man. Oh yeah, yeah. And after the so I, I get done listening a couple of times and I'm thinking, somebody go tell the Grateful Dead, Rush, Dream Theater, that you can have 14 songs in like 36 minutes and make it sound good. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm sick of nine-minute songs. Dude, yeah. Nine minutes is way too long for any song. I don't care how good it is. That's too fucking long. It's half an album, man. I know. That's what I was saying. <laughs> Maybe we're conditioned yeah. to, you know, three minutes seems like a long song to us, but you know what I mean? But... Yeah, nine minutes, that's too much. That's way too much. Even if the Ramones yeah. were to do something like that, that's too much. <laughs> I think yeah, the longest Ramones new, song uh, is like four and a half, and that's way too long. Yeah, because a new Dream Theater album, I can't remember what it's called, but uh, so a couple of our friends, right, they're like, okay, I know you don't like Dream Theater, but this is a lot more rock. They got the song shorter. It's uh, you guys are gonna like it, you know. You're gonna like it because you know the great musicians, blah blah blah. First thing I did, I picked the thing up. It was nine songs, like 62 minutes. I'm like, I did the math. I'm like, that's too fucking long. <laughs> it doesn't matter long. if it's shorter than what they normally do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you can't get the point across in three minutes, there's something wrong. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Like, cut all the bullshit and just get to the point already. I mean, yeah, yeah Dream Theater, from a musician's standpoint, they're great players, but that doesn't mean you can write a good song. You know what I mean? To me, a good song is under three minutes. Almost always. You know what I mean? Always. Always. I mean, there's a couple, I, you know, there's songs that are three and a half that are fine, but <laughs> you can't go much longer well, than that. I like well, that two minute. Two minutes is good for me. Just listen to it twice. What the fuck do you want, you know? <laughs> yeah. I, I like that uh, these guys, and, you know, obviously listen to a lot of Mass Intruder. Like, there's not any time wasted on setting the mood or the ambiance or, right. you know, there's like this minute intro in and blah, blah, blah. It's none of that. Yeah. Yeah, just get to it already. That's the beauty of punk rock, you know? It's like you don't have to fuck around and wait around and, like you said, have these fucking two-minute intros and set this mood. It's just like, <laughs> one, two, three, four, here it is, you know? <laughs> no, there's no guesswork, you know what I mean? You no. can tell if you're going to like it in the first few seconds, usually, you know? It's great. Great album. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm glad you liked it, Sonny. I always love trying to get your thoughts on an album that me and Nate are just going to say, it's fucking great, it's fucking great, it's fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So we need somebody that's got a little objectiveness to him, and you're our guy. <laughs> well, I appreciate it. Anytime. Right on. So, yeah, man, I'm glad you liked it. Uh, do you have plans on checking out some more McCrackens? Yeah, I want to check out this thing uh, that Nate was talking about, this pawn shop love story thing and i want to check out that i think you said exhibit was your favorite album exit exit yeah 2008 okay, album that's the that's yeah i think there's a couple songs on there that you'll really like heartaches and mistakes Yeah. 
the whole album is great. It is. I think Bad Out of Shell's great. I like that fucking comic books and bubblegum too, man. Yeah, that's a good one. Fuck yeah. Yep. Yep, that's got yeah, that's got we like to make records, which is just fucking a beautiful song. Yeah. Yep. These guys are great and hopefully, man, I want them to come down and play some shows where I could go. I've never seen the fucking McCrackens, dude. I've been listening to these guys no, since the nineties. I've never man. seen them. They don't uh what did he say? They they played a few shows in the US and that was it, and then they played only really in Western Canada. And I think they played over like in Spain and shit, but Right. They haven't played, you know, too yeah. much. I've never seen them. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I would, would love. To. I would love to see them, man. Yeah, I guess we should have just went to the fucking Reduto already. Not too late, man. <laughs> totally. <laughs> I'll go to Vancouver. I'll go see them in Vancouver. I don't give a fuck. That's much closer. Yeah. Is Vancouver on the western side of Canada? Yeah, yeah. it's on the top of uh, like it's on the top of Washington. Yeah, it's northern Seattle. Yeah, so that's a that's a haul for me, dude. Well, yeah. For you, even further. Well, maybe you're for more me? you're more north still, but like yeah. as far as going west, it's a little closer yeah. for me. It's a nice city. I've been there. It's it's a um, yeah. It's really cool. I would love to go up there. I've only been to Canada once, and I can barely remember it. It was that much fun. <laughs> I, I think I told you. I never told you about that. No. This, this was like early 90s and uh me and a couple friends decided we were gonna go camping in this algonquin forest you know because i'm a bit of a nature boy believe it or not (laughs) but uh these were the days where i was pretty fucked up young man and i i had like 50 hits of acid (laughs) and I, i started getting super paranoid trying to when we were getting close to the border so i just i ripped it in three parts and we all ate probably you know way too much acid for anyone to eat at once let's put it that way and i can't even hardly remember being in canada i was like so out of it for probably two weeks Uh, i wouldn't recommend it (laughs) but it was much better than getting you know busted with a bunch of acid at the border by customs so yeah (laughs) so yeah i've only been there once and don't really couldn't tell you anything about it really other than you know, like, wow, what a bunch of weird colors in that country. <laughs> <laughs> I've, uh, I've, been, I've been there a few times, and um, I've been to uh, the West and the East, and all my experiences have been wonderful. That's awesome. So, yeah. I would love to go to Edmonton. Yeah, I've been to Toronto, Calgary, um, and Vancouver, and nothing but good. That's awesome. My buddy Sean, he lives in Montreal. So I've been there a couple times. That's a cool city. Yeah, it's pretty close. How far from you are the, like, how far from the border are you guys? Because Sonny, you're in Wisconsin right now, right? Yeah, you would think it's close. It's not close. Still like eight to ten hours. Yeah, we drove up to um, northern Minnesota. That's the closest for me to get there, and I think that's like an eight nine hour drive. Wow. So we, when my wife, before she turned 21, she wanted to go up there so she could, because it's 19 up there. Yeah. <laughs> so we drove up to Thunder Bay so she could drink when she was 20 legally. I don't know. Right. But yeah, it's it's not close. <laughs> <laughs> right. Ed. So in Montreal is, you know, I drove that a couple of times and that's like a good 20, 24 hour drive. Wow. So, yeah. Damn. 
Yeah, no shit. Well, my experience in Montreal was, um, so I drove Sean up there and pretty much just dropped his ass off and then stayed the night. And then I turned around and I left the next day and I had to stop and get gas. And it was all, you know, insert your card and shit, but it's all in French. (laughs) So I'm like scratching my head out there going, I don't, I don't know what, what to hit, you know? Right. I needed help, dude. I couldn't even get fucking gas. So, wow. I think I might. I don't remember. If, I didn't think. I don't think I had to call him. I think I just went in the gas station and asked. You know. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> They're probably used to that. You know what I mean? Yeah, stupid fucking American. <laughs> right. <laughs> no. That's great. But I haven't. Been, I haven't been back since. You need a passport. You know. I don't have a passport, so. You gotta have a passport. And a little bit of cash at all times, because you never know when you got a bolt. <laughs> I have neither. So, <laughs> anyways, McRackens, it ain't over easy. 2010 and re-released just this year on vinyl. Everybody, check it out. It's good stuff, man. It's on uh, Last Exit. Put it out. Yeah, Last Exit is the new one. It was originally on, um, uh, I think Wolverine. Wolverine yeah. Whatever that is, I don't even know if they ever did anything else. I'm. That was like I a German label, if I'm not mistaken. Was I don't remember. I mean, they've been on so many weird labels that I can't keep them all straight. <laughs> yeah, they've been but, on just uh, about all the. Oh, labels. they've been on some fucking great labels, though. You know. Oh yeah. Shredder. Shredder. <laughs> Cold Front. Yeah, they were on Winona even. The Cheapskate, dude. Cheapskate was a fucking great label. Yeah, Clearview. Yep. Are these all big labels or like no, people's no. garages? Uh, well, bigger than a Shredder garage, a but deal. yeah. Yeah, Shredder was a pretty decent sized label, I'd say. Yeah, that's a classic label. Um, Cheapskate had a lot of stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the early 2000s, probably their heyday, so. Right. So I don't have all their singles. I have a whole bunch of them, but I think I'm missing uh, three or four of them. Yeah, I don't have all of them. Not even close to all of them, actually. <laughs> I have a few. I love that damn, what is it, the short and sweet 10-inch? Has that Mickey yeah. and Mallory? It's great. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, it's really good. Great band, man. I love this band. Um, happy to talk about them again on this on the show. So Definitely. Well, let's wrap this one up. Sonny, thanks so much for doing this with us again, man. We always love having you on. Oh, dude, thanks for having me, guys. Uh appreciate it and uh, appreciate you expanding my horizons <laughs> right on. thanks Sonny man I, I thought it was cool that you got to do this with us I knew you were going to like this band um, Jody picked the perfect record to uh, introduce you to him so we'll, uh, we'll, we'll find another one that you might like maybe we'll try to pick one that we know you we don't think you'll like <laughs> yeah <laughs> that'll be okay too I'm up for whatever Maybe when you pick a record for me, I'll pick a record for you guys to listen to. That would be cool. <laughs> oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, you guys, I, mean, I just don't want you to. You got. You're just gonna start sounding like us on all these, man. Yeah, this fucking great. We fucking love. It. <laughs> you know? So yeah, dude, you could flip us a record, and then Nate and I'll join you on your podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's a good idea. That'd be fun. It's been a while since I've been on there. I don't know if Steven's gonna listen to McCrackens or Mast Intruder. <laughs> he he gets he gets uh, it, too fast I think for him. Yeah. Oh, he's got to listen to. Uh, you got to check out their album "Stupid." It's from '95. They got a song on there called "Saving Grace." Oh, 
He'll fucking love that song, man. That's <laughs> the one. That's the one that metal dudes will like. That's sort of like their... I don't know. It's like a big... Pop, it's like a fast power ballad, I think. Yeah. So you, I, did you try to turn Steven on to some intruder? Yeah, because I told him and Brent when Intruder was going to be in their town because they started this tour, right? Yeah. So I'm like, uh, and I can't remember. I don't think Stephen went and checked them out because he never told me how how they were. And Brent could do it, I guess. But uh, I'm like, guys, you can't, you can't miss these guys like live. They're untouchable. They really are, man. <laughs> I can't wait for them to come back. But I want them to do their own show. I don't want to see them opening for that fucking interrupters shit. I don't like that. Yeah, that's the only. <laughs> I was going to go see them. I was going to go see him, but I'm like, I don't want just 40 minutes. Now that I got two hours on Halloween, I'm like, I'll just wait till Halloween if that's the case. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen him since the new record came out. So I'm kind of really dying to see him play some of those new songs, you know? Yeah. I know when you saw him, they played a couple new ones. Do you remember what they were, Sonny? Um, I, I know one remember. of them was No Case on Me. I remember you telling yeah. me that. But mm-hmm. No Case on Me, bro? Yeah, they definitely played that one. And I thought there was the one, um, she got married, Valerie. Oh, Valerie got married? Yeah. I was getting married, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. I think that's an older that. one, though. Oh, is that an older one? Yeah, but it's still great. Yeah, I, I, I could have swore there was another one they did, but I can't remember which one it was. Yeah. We haven't really had you on since the new record came out. You been you been listening to that shit? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I got it the minute it came out. Yeah, me too. Had to. Yeah, I love it. It's great. What's your favorite yeah. on the new record? Um, well, I, I I defaulted to No Case on Me because because uh, I had heard that one already, yeah. right? Yeah. But uh, I really like All of My Love. Um, I think they did B and E. They might have done B and E. Ooh, that's a great one. It's got yeah. that Ace Frehley lick at the beginning. It's yeah. Tight. <laughs> tight. Uh, so I'd probably say those are probably my three favorite. But I haven't heard a mass intruder song yet that i didn't really like <laughs> cool that's how i feel about them yeah that's awesome and i got the love and other crimes i got that uh on uh vinyl and oh. i got posters and i bought some posters at the show <laughs> um and i got a shirt i wore i wore uh, a mass intruder shirt on the monsters of rock cruise oh yeah yeah cool i got a few shirts of those guys myself my favorite one, though, I, I don't know what happened to it. I lost it or something, man. I don't know. It was like the classic. It's got the mask and the crowbars, you know? Mm-hmm. Can't find it, man. I've been looking all over for it the last couple weeks. I don't know if I lost it or I don't know what the hell happened to that one. Peter yeah. ran off with it. <laughs> he might have. <laughs> Maybe Amber's secretly trying to make it into one of her kind of shirts. <laughs> oh yeah with the cutoffs that she does Ooh, she might have took the scissors to that shirt i know dude usually i'll just order her her <laughs> own so she could do her thing you know what I mean? but uh i haven't seen that one so you never know she may be wearing it i don't know <laughs> <laughs> all right well let's wrap this one up uh sonny thanks so much dude you know you know i love you and i'm always happy to talk to you about any kind of music and uh we always appreciate you coming on and checking out our kind of music and uh I love that you love it. It's cool. Yeah, guys, anytime. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks so much to everyone who listened. Catch us next week. We've got something cool for you, and uh, we'll see you then. See ya. Bye.
Thanks for listening to The Dummy Room. Have a great week, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.